At the end of the day, when you're all alone in the dark, the only thing that counts is this, the law. And you will be alone when you swear to uphold these ideals. For most of us, there's only dust in the streets. For the few of us that survived to old age, the proud loneliness of the long walk. A walk that every judge must take outside these city walls into the unknown and there spend your last remaining days taking law to the lawless. This is what it means to be a judge. This is the commitment I expect. Judgment time. I really liked it. I would say it's probably the best dread we've done, you know, from the spinoff show. Sure. Um, I'd give it like an eight and a half or nine. Okay. Uh, I read all three of the things. It was cool to see uh, as the plot lines pick up. Um, and uh, the second part was kind of weird where he got put into the woman's body and had sex <laughs> with her when she was uh, in a coma or something or brain dead. But, yeah, overall, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And did you like the democracy stuff as well? Yeah, that was interesting. You know, uh, you know, yeah, interesting commentary cool. type yeah. stuff. All right, but so nine out of ten. We mention it on the uh, um, next time we do Dread or Dead. Also, hundred percent. Next time we do Dread or Dead, we'll get we'll get we'll get an in depth discussion with Adam the computer. But Adam, I want to thank you for your time to, uh, tonight. It's been very much appreciated. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Right. Yeah, this morning. Yeah, 9 a.m. now. 9 a.m. See you, buddy. Have a good one. I hope your daughter's okay. All righty? Have a good one. Ciao. Ciao. Rich, we'll pick the baton straight up. Um, basically, shall so, I do? Um, yeah, go it's ahead. It's very interesting. I actually realized that I've actually read uh, that America one before. Not okay. the uh, not the uh, end, uh, the, the beginning or the end, but yes. that middle part. Yes. I think I actually have the, the floppies or something of that. It was a. I can tell you originally back in the day, it came America. Not the not the not the um democracy stuff, which was just in the regular two thousand and eight comic, which I collected. Uh, America was in the original Judge Red magazine, which came out around ninety one ish, Yeah, I think I have it. I've got it in a box somewhere because I was like reading again. Awesome. I have this. I've yeah. read this. It's good stuff, isn't it? Um, now I will confess something, which is funny. Now, <laughs> you know, I'm a great. Judge Red fan, mm-hmm. and I've read a ton right around that era as well. So I'd read all the democracy stuff at the time when the mega um, zine got released. Okay, um, it was asked, its price point was relatively high, and when it came out, I was a bit too cheap to buy it, and I have never read the America storyline in itself. I knew it beat for beat. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd probably seen panels of it. I knew the storyline. I knew exactly what it was going to be about. But I'd never read it. And I love the artist, Colin McNeil, because he's he does a lot of very good Strontium Dog and Judge Red over the years and so and, and other things in the comics. So I knew it almost beat for beat without having read it. And then I saved it. I, I, I bought it years ago in... Um, in a trade paperback, basically, and I never read it then. And then I bought it again, just recently, for the Essential Judge Dredd collection, and I thought, well, we'll do it for the show, and I saved it and saved it and saved it and saved it. And people are saying, like, this is the greatest Judge Dredd story of all time. And, and I was like, doubt that. Um, read it, loved it, not the greatest Judge Dredd story of all time. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm like... Judge Dredd has got so many good storylines that John Wagner, the creator, has written that I'm like, come on, that's going to be hard to top. I thought it was really interesting, um, and I want to get into it with you because I think it, it the thing I find fascinating about the democracy storyline and America, which ties into the democracy storyline, is it deals with the concept of the judges seen as antagonists, seen as repression, seen as, like, the keepers of order, crushing of civil disobedience, which is what they are doing. Mega City One, they're they're a necessary evil. It, it, it is what they are. Yes. Yeah, and this deals with the consequences on the citizens because in Judge Red, a lot of times the citizens are kind of crazy and do crazy shit. 
This is a more serious look at people saying, we're suffering repression, we want the ballot box back, we want police, not judges, we want juries, not, you know, Judge Dredd, you know, executioner kind of style stuff, you know, kind of like the steel boot, the the day sticks, et cetera, et cetera. And it deals with it seriously and, and, and puts a mirror to the Justice Department and then also does the pages with Dredd where he's like, it has the single page with Dredd's monologue where he's like, you know, and I'll, and I'll get my comic, but he's he's kind of monologuing about the very necessity of the judge system. And look, I knew exactly what it was going to be um, and it was certainly what I expected. And, and I mean, it's a solid 8.59. It's a great comic. Um but I also found just as intriguing the democracy storyline, which always affected me because I knew from reading the comic, because I collected the comic the whole time. The only reason I didn't have the magazines back in the day was because I was a bit too cheap and poor as like a high school student to, to afford, like they were like four bucks or whatever they were. And, you know, um, I had no money. I just had enough money to get 2000 AD in a Punisher comic. But um, like, I, I love the democracy storyline because in that the vote is so overwhelmingly against democracy and it's you know uh, uh, you know more than what 35 percent of people vote 68 percent vote for the judges eight percent or six percent vote for democracy the rest are invalid votes and it's just so, and the the breaking down of that character and that movement it's so tragic and you know even she's like blondell's like or dupree's like you know we're just dreamers you know basically what's the point and I always thought that that was such a sort of like ironic. People talk about Judge Reed's a satire. This isn't even satirical. This is more just like direct social commentary. What did you think, Rich? So um, I actually thought the middle part of the America was probably the weakest part of it. Sure. Which is funny because I read that back in the day and I really enjoyed it, but I didn't realize it was part of a larger. Sort of well, a larger it, canvas. It fit in with a larger because I've never read the 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 uh, the democracy one or the um, the devil you know, yes, and all that sort of stuff. Because um, the problem with the one in the middle, the American one, it's basically just it's a simple revenge story. It doesn't actually have anything to do with democracy. Well, um, they're they're part no, of no, no, the no, no. total war. It's tied into that. Like she starts off part of that uh, democratic movement yes. or people, but. She's going around killing judges because they killed her, her boyfriend slash husband and uh, uh, labeled her child a mutant and sent it into the waste. So she's going around killing judges not for democracy, for revenge. So, I thought they, I thought they terminated the baby. Actually, I don't know if they terminated or threw it out, but either way, it's yeah. probably dead. I mean, if you yeah. chuck, a, chuck a baby into the waste, it's going to die. I mean, yeah. either way, it's probably dead. But so. I just thought this was back in the day when I first read it, that it was just a simple revenge story. Yeah. And it still feels like that. I feel like that one doesn't really, it's tied into that she is part of that movement. Yes. But it's really got nothing to do about democracy. Yes, it's not the country I thought it was. But at the end of the day, she's only killing judges for revenge. She's Mm. not killing them for democracy. Although she is part of total, she is part of total war, which are a, um, a, a democracy kind of splinter group, basically. No, but even but even Beanie in it, the 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 guy who the poor schmuck who gets his throat blown out, he said, "You're not doing this. You're doing this for revenge. You're doing it because they killed your yeah your boyfriend and your baby. You're not you're saying it's for democracy, but in your heart, it's not really for democracy. You just want revenge." Sure. Yeah. Good. So. Point. Well, you uh, know, you know what? Yeah. The two the the book ends are really interesting because. It's basically like taking the the Western world versus communism, uh. and then or or the uh, capitalism, the, the democratic world, and switching it, uh. where uh, you have an authoritative sort of regime, a fascistic regime, and what people are asking for is that you know is is that they fight in democracy, they fight against democracy rearing its head, uh. just like. They fought like um, you know, the free world fought against like, communism. Like in China, for example, an authoritarian regime yeah. that cracks down on social dissidents and stuff like that. Now, one thing I will say is I wasn't mm, like I wasn't super happy with the all wrapped up with the bow. Yeah, 
at, at the end. I mean, I guess that's, I understand that that's the message that he was saying mm. in this world is that it is better the devil you know. Um, because at the end of the day, let's be honest, um, and it's also probably even a bit true now. There's a lot of people who put a lot of their faith in the government right now. Yeah. Because they don't want the responsibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like democracy is, is great and having freedom is great. But when you then have responsibility, a lot of people don't want that responsibility. So I do get what he was saying there. And I do agree mm. um, that uh, there are a lot of people who don't want responsibility. They prefer a king or a president tell them what to do. It's like put it in Russia. He's extremely popular with Russians, you know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because it's just, you know what, there's, there is comfort in just being told what to do. Yeah. You know, where you don't have to think for yourself. And he keeps um, the trains running on time kind of thing. But you know, one that. thing I will say is this was a great demonstration of um, there are no good guys in this world, yeah. not even dread. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he actually broke and bent the law mm. at the start of the book to 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 ruin yeah. and to stop the march yeah definitely yeah they fabricated evidence mm. they fabricated charges. But, and he was allowed to as well the chief judge said do whatever I, you need to I do i understand but you would think that someone like dread who he is the law you would think that a character that would say that is against the law. Uh, yeah, it's but, against the law to fabricate. He was in charge of the actual thing. To, which, yeah. again, which is yeah. very interesting to me because I was just like, that is fascinating that even Dredd, the, suppose yeah. the, yeah. the guy who does everything by the book, mm. would even bend the Well, I, I, think that's, I think that's the genius of, of John Wagner and Alan Grant, that they basically weren't afraid to take their lead character and take him, no, no. Away, you know, away. But that's from my this. point. Like, it shows that even though he is the main character, mm. he's not, he's not noble. Mm. Like, he may be the hero of his story, of the story. He may be the hero mm. of this world, but he's not an altruistic, noble oh, no. person. He will, if it, if it means the safety or whatever, he will break, like, you know what I mean? Like, like Superman would not break the law to to, to, oh, no. to stop yeah. someone. He, you know what I mean? Judge, like Judge Red serves the law, and he serves yeah. the Justice Department. And Although at the end again, of the day, do, he is a judge. I do turn around and say that's not the law, though. If 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 you're there to uphold the law, but then when it suits you, oh, or but, when it's something on, that you don't let, like, let's go to his exact words because it is. Uh, I, I understand no, your no, no. point. Their argument is is that there is nothing worse than democracy. Mm. That. If if democracy was allowed back into the world, it would be the end of the world again. It would be the most devastating thing to happen. Yeah. But at the same point, if you were all about the law, you know, and at the end of the day, at the end, he still they still put it up for a vote. Yeah. Because but, he knew yeah. that probably most people wouldn't want the responsibility. So then, uh, then it raises my question. Okay, well, then why did you break the law at the start if you knew? Well, let's look at the exact words. Okay, so the chief judge, Silva, says, get rid in here. And he says to Dredd, if we allow a dangerous idea like democracy to take hold of the people, we're lost, Dredd. I consider it the greatest threat to this city since the Apocalypse War, which was literally when the Sobs, you know, nuked mm. half the city. While it would be unwise to come out and openly ban the march, I am authorising you to take whatever action you deem necessary to ensure that it does not succeed. Dread. Does that include exceeding the law? I want this movement crushed, Dread. On this one, you write the law. So there you go. See, he does have the official sanction from the chief judge the head of the Justice Department... To just make up laws... That, and that he can them. write the law on this. He, it's basically the equivalent of a black ops operation. It, but it's sanctioned. Yeah. It's sanctioned by the government. But, like, you know... Fab but fabricating evidence is not creating a law. Oh, but the judges do that all the time. Like, the judges do that all the time. Or I, many I just, times. No, the judges do that all the time because the judges are corrupt. No, 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 no. The judges... But, the judges in the, ju in the judicial system... In in the in the in the sort of like they've got like a spy cam network control center thing. They do it all the time when they want to pinch people for stuff. They it's not fabricating so much as you know when he they run all the data through the um about all the protesters and they pick up like the bigamy because she did the marriage certificate wrong and stuff. They do that kind of stuff all the time. That's in the in the DNA of the of the comic book. So no 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 no, but. 
then they went and actually beat the shit out of the ex-husbands yeah. to testify against her. That is, that's my point, is that they didn't just go, oh, we've got yeah. a technicality. Yeah. They then went out of their way to get her ex-husband. No, but what I'm saying is that, that, that even is when her ex-husbands wanted no part in it, they beat the shit out of them until they acquiesced. So uh, my point is, yeah. that's not, like... It's not a it perfect shows, system. No, it's no, not, but that's yeah. my point. It shows you how this world has no... It has would, no noble heroes in it. I would argue, like, let's... I, I, I hear your point, but at the same time, we live in a world, like in real life, of everything is compromise. You know, it, there is no such thing as a noble hero. It's a myth. You know, like, at, at a certain I, I point... I agree with you that there's no noble heroes, but I do think that people should have standards that they do not break. Well, I think Dred's as close as you can have to someone. Like, let's And even at, he breaks it. But let's look at this. He talks about when he had taken the long walk, not that long before this storyline. He quit the Justice Department. And, you, you know, they're, they're saying to him that this is what one of the women says to him, what do I get out of all this? And he says, no, his problem had been different. He'd taken the hike, the long walk, because of it. A young Jew asked him questions he could find no answers for, and when the kid died, Dredd felt responsible for all of it. Responsible for a city where freedom was bound in chains of iron, and justice was but a tiny flicker in the cold, hard light of the law, where the judges stamped on people who asked, peacefully, for nothing more than the right to determine their own destiny. And yes, he was responsible, just as much as anyone who wore the eagle of justice in Mega City 1, but to feel guilt, to feel guilt was to think like a man, not a judge. Because where a man would be weak, a judge would be strong. Where a man would fool himself that millions of people could live together in peace, a judge would know that that was just a pipe dream and that iron-fisted law was needed to stop murderous chaos. And more than anything else, Red was a judge. See, what I see is he didn't need to get anything out of it. The job was its own reward. So what I see, I hear your point, but he is the ultimate servant of the Justice Department. He is a clone of, you know, Fargo. He It's baked in his DNA. Like, he won't break the law as brazenly as, you know, some of the corrupt judges. But he's, at the end of the day... But he still will. At the end of the... To. No, at the end... No, at the end of the day, he serves the Justice Department. So when the Justice Department, the chief judge, sanctions him to bend the law and exceed the normal bounds of the law, he has that authorization to do so. But he actually asks that question to the chief judge, and he is given I understand that, but he didn't write any new laws. He didn't create any laws. All he did was fabricate evidence to pin on the people. That's not writing new laws. Yeah, that is literally I'm, committing a crime. Fraud, if I'm not mistaken in this world, is a crime. But not a crime in this sense because he's basically, uh, he's basically given the leeway by the chief judge to do so. So, I hear your point. But... Uh, actually, no. The the chief justice didn't actually answer him directly. He said, "On this one, you write the law. Like on this one, not, not whatever yet. you, you do. write the law, not you break the law." No, but when he's saying not you write, he doesn't mean literally. What, not, he, he's, he's, not, he's not saying like you write the law in the sense of you pass a bill. He's saying on this one, your actions are, ah, law, are but lawful. Say in the court of law, that's not a direct answer. Yeah, you but need like the person to say directly, "Yes, I want yeah, you." Yeah, but to... my point is this. My point is, this. look. In no way in the real world, in Mega City One, is the law or the Justice Department clean or perfect. By no means. If if more than anything... Again, I'm not talking about the Justice Department, though, Dave. No, but I'm I am. I'm only talking about dread. No, but I am. I am. I understand. No, no. The Justice Department is corrupt. Yeah, it, but I don't they, think... Dredd's not corrupt. corrupt judges all the time. Dredd is not but corrupt. I think that this shows that even Judge Dredd can sink to that level when he feels... No, many, many a storyline of Dread has him taking matters into his own hands and at times doing stuff like that's against regulation all that kind of stuff. Like, that's not unheard of in Judge Dredd. Like, he will do what it takes. Uh, what he I don't know. Do. I've, I've never seen him in any other... And again, I've not read as much as you, mm. but this is the first time I've ever read in all the Judge Dredd stuff, stuff where he's actually fabricated false evidence to um well i mean to, to get at people what did he fabricate they they did things like they did things that like i i think the whole point of this storyline is to show that even the whole system is flawed like the democracy movement 
is flawed and it is a pipe dream and would never no, work I, in no, Mega no, City no. One. I, I understand that. I get that they are flawed. They don't really have a plan. And I, I know that the judges are super-duper corrupt and selfish and uh, and just as bad as, as some of the perfs on the street. Sure. But my point is the different factor in this was supposed to be dread. Mm. In that dread but is he's the one who, who allowed the, he's the one who it's I, I, who I allowed the vote. My point is usually in all the stuff I've read, dread has a line. Mm. He can go up to the line, <laughs> but usually dread stops at breaking the law. Yeah. But but and don't forget case, the, I, don't I forget the chief like judge allowed him to do that as well. Oh, whether someone allows you to do it doesn't mean that well, you it, have it's, to do it. Well, it's, it's, it's literally the equivalent of a black ops team where they're given dispensation to commit what would normally be seen as I mean, murder. He, he even got them to plant agitators in the crowd. Yeah, but that's no, that. I'm telling you, that is to, normal. To create a, a a riot so that they could beat the shit out of it. But, but what I'm telling you is in Mega City 1, in, in Judge Dredd, that is not unheard of at all. Like I, I see, Dave. I think I think we're not we're not meeting here in the middle. No, but I'm saying Dredd knows saying about that as, normal. As, I'm not saying that about the world. Yeah, I'm not saying that about the system. I understand that that is what the system does. I understand that is what other judges do. No, but I'm saying Dredd in in that world knows that that happens and that is allowed by the judges. That the judges mean that have he would do it though. Well, he allows it. I mean, he. What I'm saying is that is standard Justice Department procedure. I mean, I've read ones where even the slightest infraction of the law, yeah. he fucking oh, yeah. fires people, puts them in the cube or whatever. Like, yeah. I, as I said, I think this just shows that there's even a line. I, I no, now, I agree. Again, it might be yeah. a small line, and it might only be because of dem like for dem against democracy. But there is a battle in which he will step over the line, oh, and I, I think that line yeah. is to fight democracy. I, I agree. I mean, I, I sincerely believe that this storyline is it, it's fat. Look, it's so well told. It's fascinating for what it says both about the department and about him. He genuinely, one hundred percent, believes that democracy would be the ruination of Mega City One. Mm. But I mean, I will... even. He even went to that guy, the father, mm. with the two kids, yeah. and basically threatened to put them in the judges. Yeah. Um, um, what do they call it? The school or the academy? Or yeah, the academy. The, the academy. If he didn't stop supporting the the thing, I mean, that is straight up blackmail. Yeah, but but like I'm telling you, man. Like I agree, and it doesn't look. Does it reflect poorly on Judge Red? Yes, it does. But, yeah, but as I'm saying, you know, I'm not saying it in a disappointing way. Mm. My point is, even the character who's supposed to be, as I said, the hero, mm. the guy who's like, there are lines I will not cross, this book shows you that there is a line that yeah. he will cross. In this book, in this book, and I hate to say it because, you know, I firmly believe Judge Red is in the right. In this book, Judge Red is, is actually, in America at least, and, in you know, not the hero. Like, he is not. He is the antagonist. Um but that mm. said, that said, th this is why it's so clever. That said, uh, look at things like the, it's very similar to the the total war is very similar to something that fascinates me, which is the weather underground. Have you ever heard of these people? Mm -hmm. So the weather underground, for listeners who might not know, because they're not they're sort of been forgotten by time. In the seventies, coming out of the sixties, a lot of well, high middle class, basically white um, college students went underground and committed acts of terrorism and bombing in the States. Quite a lot. Uh, loss of lives. All sorts of shit went on. And they were anti-government. They believed they were plotting a revolution, blah, blah, blah. They were, in a sense, crazy. But it was this weird thing where they went underground for, like, you know, some of them 10, 15 years. They, very similar to the uh, Total War people. They believed that a lot of them were hardcore Marxists, they believed in their agenda. Now, it's a crazy agenda, and um, the FBI eventually caught up with them, And but many of them went unpunished because a lot of them, there was a lot of legal shenanigans and all that kind of stuff, and, you know, whatever. Some of them served in universities ever since, but there's a lot of similarities between their actions and the actions of, say, the Total War people and the, uh, in America where they're killing judges and doing all sorts of crazy shit, and rationalising it by saying it's the system. 
the the story is clever enough to both put Judge Dredd in in a dark reflection that reflects, as you say, poorly on him because yes, he does go to the very edge of the line, and I believe then sends a a boot right across the line, frankly, with some of his actions. And then it also um, talks about democracy and how it will not work. And then you see that part at the end where Blondie is asking, and um, after everyone leaves the march, and her partner says, they just went home, all of them, I don't understand. She says, oh, John, it's simple. Dred's right. We're just useless dreamers. It takes someone special to rule the city. Not us. We're just like everybody else. All the people who didn't bother to vote, who don't want the trouble. We just took longer to realise it. That's all. All we can do is make the best of what we got. And then it's basically like, we've got each other, I guess that's enough for me, here or anywhere else. And it's kind of like, it's a pat ending, the the, the, the love scene at the end. And by the way, um, sometime later, Dupri was killed. In the 2140s, Dredd discovered she'd be murdered by Smiley's Black Ops Division, who had seen her as still posing a potential threat to the city status quo, which is much more fitting with the tone of the entire story than this kind of sunset ending. Mm. Um, basically, it points to democracy in this particular world, saying it wouldn't work either. Like, the people are yeah. simply too apathetic, too broken. Well, that's the thing. Like, know. And I do agree that, like, in this world, yeah, d- I, democracy can't. There's too, there's too many people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That You can't... There's no ways that you can have a, a proper judicial system with so much crime yeah. that, that is happening to then arrest people and, and they got to wait for their day in court. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my God, like it would probably take years well, to get through all the stuff. But mm. what if, and, and again, I agree with you that in this, Dredd is the, is the bad guy because mm. they are, while they are, they, they're marching for democracy and they are, they are they they they're championing for democracy. These people, mm. the people themselves are not actually dangerous. Like they are not the Democrats. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're not uh, they're not violent. Mm. They they obey in the law. They're doing it peacefully. Total war is violent, but the democracy movement, as seen by Blondie Dupre, is not violent. I agree. It's a non-violent organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in, in the two thousand AD, like she, like again, they marching and she's saying. Do not fight. Do not. Yeah. We're not here. You know, we. This is all peacefully and all that. So, and that makes the what Dread is doing, and and also the judges obviously look even worse mm. because they are the ones who are yeah. basically doing like the bad things and for and and actually creating the riot so that they can then go beat the shit out of them and stuff and all that. Um, so I was happy in a way that that she did get a little bit of a happy ending sure. because I didn't feel sure. that she was a bad person. Oh no, definitely she's, not. Yeah, you you could say that they misguided. She's an idealist. What, she's an idealist. Yeah, what they're fighting for would not work in this hmm. in this mega city in this post apocalyptic world where yeah, I mean, I mean, mega city one has what a population of like pfft. not sure how many hundreds of millions. I was going to say probably close to like maybe five hundred million or something like I that. Think at the, at the Some end, ridiculous he uh, big city one, 800 billion. 800 million and every one oh, there of them you go. Even higher. So 800 million people. There's no way so you can have a... Dem- like, I think with that many people living on top of each other... Because, I mean, this is not a country, hey? Mm. A, a, a mega city is, is like... Um, it's, it's basically the East Coast. It's almost like an apartment. It's like in a massive apartment. Mm. And, yeah, you just... I think there's just too much. So I do agree that what they're fighting for or what they're championing for is... is would probably never work in this world. Mm. It does show that they're not actually. While they're misguided, they're not the bad guys. Yeah, they're not right, evil. Right. They're not. They're not bad. I also like because it's a delicate balance. I was reading the comic at the time, um, and obviously America took place in the magazine, which really, you know, uh, in that the judges were, you know, seen as just total repression. In the comic at the time, obviously a lot of people worship Judge Red and. They've got a, it's a fine balancing act, but but 2000 has never been scared about holding a mirror up to some of its um, heroes, mm. and then she it's got this scene with Blondie where she's saying, um, uh, you know, she's talking. We're in a strange position here, John. Dread's supposed to be our enemy, but like I say, he gave us a referendum. I'm just not as sure about things as I used to be. And he says, "Are you all right, Blondell? Dread's a fascist scumbag. He turned this march into a slaughter. Remember, he threw you in the cubes." And she says, "He got me out too." This isn't just anyone we're talking about, John. It's Judge Red. 
You saw the vid reports after Necropolis. The Sisters of Death burned his face off and he just got back up, right, right up, and came back and saved the city. Can you imagine the sheer guts that must have taken? I just sometimes wonder, why are we fighting a man like that? And it's kind of like, it's the strip itself. It's Judge Dredd himself. It's the strip. It's the storyline of a guy. Yeah, sometimes it's played for comedy, but sometimes it's not. And it's just the mm. sheer will of dread that keeps the very system and city alive. And it's so it's it's essentially such an interesting debate that they allowed into the comic because, yes, in one sense, it's very simple. Like, I don't think readers, even at the time, really imagined that Judge Dredd would be disbanded and the Justice Department would be disbanded. But... It poses the question and is, is clever enough to make you think that it really could happen. Like, you know, the, the polls are saying that it's going to be a landslide, blah, blah, blah. And as we've seen in so many elections, like, love him or hate him, things like, you know, Trump uh, totally defied polls. You know what I mean? Like, there's been many a poll that's been wrong. And then mm. it's just so interesting. And then the final poll really is the apathy of the population to the whole thing. Like, no one really wants a dramatic change other than the... Democrats, and what's so funny is after they lose the election, so you know, massively smashed. And as a teenager reading it, I was stunned by the level of loss. You know what I mean? I was like, my god, they got demolished. Do you notice two million people attended the protest march? 16 million were in the first march, you know. Mm. And it's kind of like, my god, like they really are a minority. And the funny thing is, that minority is you and I in regular life want, we want democracy. We don't want to be ruled by totalitarian governments and have extremely harsh laws and live in a police state. No one really wants that. But in this future nightmare, it's really the only sort of solution. It's it's just interesting. I, I just, I found the America story excellent, but I also find this democracy stuff fascinating and when you said to me should we have to read it i was like yeah we definitely read it like it's it's worth it you know there's meat there do you agree rich oh for sure for sure it was a like i said it was a it was a fascinating read and you know it, as i said it just reminded me that mm. like th this is really a world where there are just there's very few good people yeah i mean and that's the yeah. point and that's why it's such a harsh world and that's why they in this world, like the judges would fight so hard to stamp out the democracy because mm. in this world, this harsh world, that's a, a bit of a pipe dream. That's like a, yeah. a fairy tales and wishes because that's not the world you live in. I mean, Dred's as good as they come in this world, but but he is, at the end of the day, he's also the jackboot, you know? Like, that's mm. the irony. Like, he's not um, a man of great emotion. Um, he actually isn't. Like, at the end of the day, he really, he is the law. He, he does have, at times, a softer heart on a few things, and he does have some slight softening on some topics, but when put to the shove, which was this was, this, was, this wasn't Judge Death, you know, a necropolis, and this wasn't Apocalypse he was facing. This wasn't the Sovs with their atomic bombs. This was the will of the people, uh, did the people still want Judge Red and his system to basically, you know, rule over them with an iron fist? Um, mm. It was fascinating in a sense. It was it was very much a personal voyage. I I, I really, when I was reading it again, I, I was struck by just how strong the writing was and the questions that I think I, it actually asked questions where you you think you think, my God, like it is it is a police state. It, this isn't a comedy in the because often Judge Red, as we all know, is a black comedy at times. You know, like it can almost be a farce at times. You know, and other times it's more action oriented. This is. Well, I, I, I know, guess it just depends on what story he wants to tell at the time. Yeah, it was it, fascinating. I mean, the but more I, one know, thing I'll like, say is uh, he was actually foreshadowing the um, the ending of it throughout the whole thing mm. because there's a reoccurring character with his family. Yeah, that every time there's something on the TV talking about democracy yeah uh there's the guy the fat guy with his wife and his kids and he's like change the channel yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Like, what else is on not this again and i was yeah. like and he's actually peppered throughout the he is the, the 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 series and i thought to myself that's actually a very clever way of going like foreshadowing that they don't care yeah but, like most of the citizens 
they really don't care about the democracy thing and all but that because they just want to watch that. TV. I they love that. They want to sit at home with their food and watch TV. But that is, like, and I hate to be so obvious, but, like, that is a lot of people, you know? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. That's that's a lot of people even today, even, like, right 100%. now. 100%. And, and, and I don't actually... All the power to the government if it meant they didn't have to make a decision. But, like, unfortunately, at times, like, I, I have these kind of questions because, you know, as a young youngster and a teenager in my early 20s very idealistic extremely everyone is with yeah extremely and then got you know the compromises piled up and you start working and that's a shock to the system and that's a you know your beliefs sort of at a certain point what do you believe um Mm. but i just found it interesting that this is a comic that's not afraid to sort of pose both sides and look at both and not really tell you what to think like it 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 tells you dread's view it shows you the democrats view it shows you what the people decided which in essence a lot of the time was apathy or just keep things the same because we don't want change and it was interesting like the whole thing was interesting and it didn't give you an easy answer um it gave you the sunset at the end which was a bit pat but i think they were trying to give a happy ending to them but she said we're just dreamers like and that's the thing, like, I think we were talking with James DeMatteis when he said, it's very easy to say all you need is love. And it's like John Lennon, um, give peace a chance. And it's like, mm. they're great catchphrases, and I and a lot of people take a lot of inspiration from them, and so do I, a lot of comfort. But unfortunately, when you break it down into real life, what does it mean? Like, if you go to a commune of hippies, I guarantee you, within a week, you're going to be sick to death of hippies. You know, like, you're like, honestly, I'm being honest. Now, I'm not saying you can't practice, like, compassion and love in your own life. Of course you can. But if you surrender completely to the ideal, do you really think that that's a solution? Because I'm sure it's not, you know? Interesting is all I can say. Yeah, like, well, I mean, like, that's why I said, like, it's 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 a fascinating world we live in because um, I, I think people misunderstand freedom, right? Freedom isn't to do what you you want. Mm. Freedom is you taking responsibility. Yeah. You know, it's saying, yes, I will make choices and stuff, but I will live with the consequences. I will take responsibility to act in a, like, correct manner or in, in the right way. Freedom doesn't mean you just get to go and walk around and piss on the sidewalk. It's not just anarchy. Free. It's not, that's anarchy, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's my point. Like, freedom means taking responsibility, and a lot of people are scared of that. I mean, a lot of people prefer it, and those would be the people that maybe would, would want that. But as I said, is fascinating to me is that that's our world, mm. where you can have that freedom, you can have democracy if you want the responsibility. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, but what I find fascinating about this is that... Um, and shit, I, I wasn't. I, I didn't mind the happy ending because I didn't feel they were bad people. No, they're, they're not um, at all. They're not at all. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it quite sucks that you you tell me that she's killed later. Well, that's <laughs> that's just the black humor of 2018. No, I know, I know. But you, I was kind of like, oh, that sucks. But it, it makes sense for 2018. Uh, <laughs> it's like not many people have happy endings in this book, exactly, uh, or in this in this series. So it, it's quite fitting there. Um, no, it's it's truly fascinating because, as I said, it's almost it. Um, it's it's almost like the red scare, yeah. You know, and, and in fact, they even have a line in the book where the guy says, "Democracy's been tried, it's been done, it's failed every time." And it's like it's so fascinating because that's what people say, you know, communism. about uh, uh, communism is whenever whenever people ask for communism or, or, or something, they're like, "Oh, but it wasn't done properly." And the answer to that is, "No, it has always been done <laughs> properly. It's always the same outcome." Yeah, that's that's the problem with it. And I just thought it was very interesting and entertaining taking that and just flipping it around because it's a different world. Do you know what I mean? Like we live in a world where um, I think people, most people would prefer to be free and responsible mm. and, and, and live their lives. And, and that is why a lot of people, you know, uh, do are against sort of uh, uh, dictatorships and, sure. and uh, you know, and, and that's why we got rid of Kings and Queens and stuff and all that. But that's not the two, that's not the the mega city world. That's not yeah. 
This is a world that's that survived. Will, their world, yes, the most dangerous thing is democracy. Yeah. Because that means nothing will get done. Mm. People will argue and they will lobby. Yeah. And when there's an enemy at the gate, well, you'll have to have a debate. Fascin- yeah, exactly. Fascinating scene at the stuff. very start when they invade the, the TV studio and the judges are there and they say, what are we going to do? And he said, well, let's put it to a vote. And I thought, that's actually so clever. You know, and they vote to obviously. Yeah, because it's, it's like saying to people, like, and the people are like, what? I got to go vote now? Mm. Yeah. Why? Uh, you know, oh my God, that's a pain in my ass. And so, yeah, he was very clever to show them what it'd be like to keep having to like, vote. Yeah. You've yeah. got to pay attention. What? I've got to pay attention. I've got to read. I've got to listen. Well, that guy who tries to call I'm up. I've got to decide. And he's just like, you know. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, not now, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this is in three weeks. Oh, what? I don't quite understand. But I mean, that's yeah. also the problem is that education is very low in in this world as well. Yeah, yeah. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just the world there is. It's it's a low education because again, it's it's overpopulated. Yeah, there's far a- too many people, and so there's far too many people that don't get a great education, and so yeah, there's just certain things that just wouldn't work in that in 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 that world, and it was just I was just fascinating that the you know like the biggest the thing that could that could end this the civilization is democracy. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was fascinating. Well, like uh, you know, it's it, it is a world that like let's not forget, listeners who might not be aware that the most of North America is radiated, you know, wasteland with a cup with 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 like two or three megacities on it, and outside of that, it's the cursed earth, and you know, dread is like in his own strip fighting you know, enemies external and internal um, constantly on top of just a, a powder keg of crime and etc. And funny when one of the guys says, we've never seen the city like this. It was so quiet, you know, and crime was almost non-existent. Like it's, it, it's, it's the eerie quiet that they know that the storm is about to hit. Um, yeah, a great, just a great trade paperback and I think a really good... Um, choice by uh, Rebellion to put this out as the first essential Judge Dredd collection because it is atypical of Dredd in a weird way, this this storyline, like it's, this is its own avenue that doesn't get overly explored in Judge Dredd, so I think, but it's very strong, so I think it's like a tour de force, and the next one was Apocalypse War, which is more standard Dredd, would you agree, Rich? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where... Well, that's what I said, it's, it's fascinating to me that Yes, the you've got the apocalypse war and you've got the war with the, uh, you know, there's so many dangers. Yes. But the one thing that people will cross the line for, they, they will throw even dread will mm. will put his whatever um, standards he, he has. Yeah, his scruples to the yeah. side is democracy. Yeah. I just thought that was fascinating that it's not a war that, that they fear the most. It's not a it's not an invasion. Yeah, it's 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 democracy, which I just well, again I, in essence, I find the whole thing fascinating. You like you know just to wrap this up, like I mean, taking a cynical view, it is literally the power apparatus being asked to dismantle that apparatus as well. You know, like oh yeah, and, yeah. and to be fair, um, it, it's it's also not necessarily to say that they're right. Mm. Like that that's their point of view, yes, and that is how we're interpreting it. But it's also a true thing that the person who has power doesn't want to give up power. That's it. Yeah, that's you know. That's, so that's you, yeah, you, that's a, that's a good point. Is that that we're we're looking at it from their point of view, what they fear, why they fear it, yeah, and, and the reasons that they give. But another simple reason, because remember, the the one judges want to, a couple of judges wanted to kill him. Oh, hundred percent. He he wasn't popular. <laughs> I because believe they were afraid of not being judges anymore. There was pl- the there was, was plenty of judges. Way. Forget about like dread with his like sort of like barely, you know, crossing the line. There were plenty of judges more than willing to fucking roll right across the line to hold on to power, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, in that world, almost every judge is is can be bought. Or... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, a, a fair chunk. Um, a fair chunk. Put it this way, Dread is the most exemplary example Definitely. Yeah, no, there is a couple like Hershey and, yeah. and um, Judge Giant. And, and, Judge Giant. Uh, 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 what's the black guy? Magruder. Giant, you're thinking of. Giant. Giant, yeah, yeah, Giant. There, there's you a know, few. There are some, there's some but... good judges, yeah. <coughs> My point of view is I think 80% are corrupt. 
Wow, that's a big call. And even De Gaulle. Oh, oh, sorry, Corruptible. Yes, good point. And even De Gaulle, who I'm not sure if she turned up in a previous storyline, but he said to her, you're a good judge. Why did you do this? Mm. And she's saying, because I, I, I got a gut shot, um, you know, and then I sort of, like, ended up stuck here and I was questioning what, 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 what's it all for? Like, why am I doing all this? Like, why should I hand power back to people when they're the people who basically, um, you, know, you know, they're the citizens who, who shot me in the stomach and confined me to a chair? Like, why, why am I, why would I willingly hand power back to these people, this, this chaos? And, but that was a good oh. point, you know? But you know what? That, that's a point that even like cops today could have. I mean, oh yeah. Let, let's be honest. If a cop gets shot now and is in a wheelchair, and let's be honest, like people say, "Oh, thank you for your service" or whatever. But mm. it's just words at the end of the day. Yeah. Like 100%. they don't. That you know, they probably get their pension or disability, but you know, what do they get out of it? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh god, that's yeah. It. I mean... So you know, again, I, I felt her lines. As I said, like, like. It's 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 weird. It's like okay, there are some bad people in this, like some bad judges, and obviously the 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 ones who are going around killing the judges and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just people that want to live in the status quo, yeah. or they don't want the status quo to change. Yeah, against people that do want the status quo to change, um, but also maybe that they haven't thought it through. Yeah, like what? Okay, let's say the vote goes through. What would they have done? Exactly. Like, okay, we've won it now. We've got to now. We've got to implement democracy. How do you go about that? And there was the interesting thing where on one of the talk shows they were talking about like, like let's just accept that we're going to win the vote, like that because the polling showing that. What kind of democracy? And then they're kind of like, would it be first past the post? Would it be etc.? Would it be this? Would it be that? Like all the different formations of democracy, and it's you know. Um, well, that's it. I mean, America is a democratic republic. Yeah, would it be presidential? And then you have places like uh, England or they, which are full-on democracies. Like here, for Australia, yeah. We don't have a president. We, we have we have a so, two-house system. That, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't even think they... They just wanted people to be able to choose, but I don't even think they even thought through mm. how it was all going to be implemented. Something that um, I think that they're so ahead of the, um, so ahead of the game is... The simple thing is, a lot of people don't want change. You know, at the end of the day, there's, 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 there's. I'm not saying I'm not saying by no means all, but there's a sizable percentage of people who I reckon always vote for whoever is currently in power because they fear the change that will be. Um, you know, uh, I, I agree with you, but I would also add I think a lot of people are fine with change as long as it doesn't affect them. It's true. It's true. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think people only have a problem with change if it if if they have to do something and it affects them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So, um, yeah, and and so that's why you know there's there's people who will vote the same party every single time because sure that's the party and that's who they've always voted for. And to change parties means you would have to probably do research. Mm. as to what the actual party stand for, <laughs> or yeah. do they still stand for the things they do when you started voting for them 20, 30 years ago? I'm voting like, for the status quo or what I think is the status quo, my idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a fascinating read, and you know what, at 160 pages or so, it's it's not a it's not a lengthy read, so no. uh, you can definitely get through to um, at a brisk pace too. Yeah, for sure. Now I'm giving it 9 out of 10 as a collection. What are you giving it, Rich? I'm going to give it 8. Um, well, that was my. Did it really? Was it? Was it? It was kind of an event, wasn't it? You know, uh, it pushes the boundary of it. I event. mean, uh, it was a concept. I, concept. I'm going to give you like a fifty-fifty because um, I no no I do feel like it it, it is technically um, I wouldn't say it's an event. Mm. I I mean it's definitely a story arc. Yeah. But I feel like it's an important. Yes. Yes, um, it is a story arc. I feel like it's a it's a it's a highlighted chapter or a which uh, is why a, I picked it, and I know, and I uh, never read it. And but I've the problem is, is the, the 2080s don't really have events. Well, they have ones like Necropolis, Judgment Day. There are some. 
No, but I feel like those are just chapters well. or, yeah. or just, you know, chapters in the in the collection of Dread. It's just another story chapter. Sure. But some chapters are more important than others. Sure. And, they, and they call some them chapters epics. Are, affect the world more than others, and I think this is one of them. For sure. So we've given our scores. I want to thank listeners uh, for listening and making it through four hours. Adam and I will do more of a discussion of America amongst ourselves on the next Dread or Dead, which will, is probably going to be, you know, a month yeah. or so away. Um, look, if you can support the Patreon at patreon.com slash signal of doom, it's much appreciated. Um, we do cinema of doom there exclusive, um, oh, for periods sorry, of time. Be, before we head off, I actually just got a message, um, from a friend. Now this is a rumor, so we'll, we'll look into it for the next week's sure. show, what is it? but there's a rumor that, um, uh, uh, Jonathan Kent may come out as gay. Right. Okay. Wow. So we'll keep an eye out for that if that makes any news. Who was the other the character who came out? As, I feel there was a character recently. Robin. Robin. Uh, yeah. Tim Drake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I knew there was someone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just had a friend who sent me a message while we were talking and saying, mm. uh, "Rumor, uh, uh, DC may have uh, John Kent come out as gay." Well, fine. I mean, I've got no problem with that. But anyway, but it's I mean, a news item that we it, is a, it is a hot news we item. We'll follow up on uh, next week. Thank you to your friend for supplying some information. I love it during Last the show. Info. Yeah, I love it. All right, look. On that note, uh, look. Please like us on the Facebook page. Join the Facebook group, Signal of Doom. Um, we're all. I'm always happy to hear comments, suggestions. Um, we're going to have Steve Englehart on the show, uh, basically within the next month and a half. That we're looking forward to that. If you have any questions for him. Either message me on Facebook or you can message uh, the show or you can address your emails to signalofdoom at gmail.com. If you have any questions for Steve, um, we will uh, you know, get those answered. And look, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Rich, for another great show. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> excellent. And good night. Good night.